Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. Welcome to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Berizaki, and along with me I have my friend Mike Kapler. Together we get together for a weekly discussion here on Grace Walk Radio, just talking about the grace of God and how He is faithful. God is so faithful to us to help us to grow in what we already are. We already are righteous. We're already pure. We're already holy because of what Christ has done for us. And as we learn about this, we you know we kind of live this out in our daily lives, and it's a lifetime process of, of learning and growing and understanding. And Cap, it's just been a great thing for me to to get together with you every week and just talk this stuff out. You know, where we work, we used to spend some time uh, pro- where we probably should have been doing some other things, th- just sitting around talking about this stuff. So it's it's natural for us to just get together, even though we, we, you know, we have a lot of learning to do, a lot of understanding that we still need to grow in. But it's just fun for us to talk this stuff out. Well, we would get together. Sometimes we would just be crossing paths. You'd be going one way, I'd be going the other. Uh, one of us would be ready to, to leave the building uh, with our coat on, and we'd start talking, and before you knew it, uh, you know, I don't know how much time had gone by, but I'm sure we were late for something. And so we figured, hey, why not record this, as long as we're going to talk about it anyway, and we'll put it on Grace Walk Radio. <laughs> exactly. So it's kind of evolved uh, in that way, just over very, over the, over time. And it's it's just a fun thing to do, and hopefully people get some sort of enjoyment out of our ramblings here. Well, Joel, last week we were rambling about why was the law given, why were the commandments given. We talked about a few things in between that, but for the most part we tried to stay focused on the fact that the law was given to bring us to Christ. That's that's just a, a quick uh, synopsis, a quick summary, I guess, of what we talked about last week. Yeah, the, you know, the purpose of the law, it's important for us to understand what the purpose of the law is, because I think as we sort of touched on, I know in my life and probably in many people's lives, you become a Christian uh, knowing that you're saved by grace and, and grace alone, and that uh, there's nothing, you know, your works can't save you. But then you become a Christian, and all of a sudden this, this list of rules and regulations is set before you. And it's just hard to keep up with. I mean, whether it's the Ten Commandments that are taught on or preached. I mean, I've heard, I don't know how many times, but probably a lot of times in my Christian life, I've heard sermons on each individual commandment. The preacher will talk about how we're supposed to live by this commandment and, and everything that is involved with that. And it just the thing, the problem with that is that the law was meant to lead us to Christ, as you said, Cap, but not to keep us in Christ. There's there's no part of the law that can keep us in Christ because the commandments are too lofty for us to keep. There's there's no way we can do it. And thanks be to God, He gave us His Son Jesus Christ to walk that walk, and then He gave His Son Jesus Christ to live inside of us. Well, one verse that uh, I'm sure many Grace Walk listeners are familiar with is in 1 Corinthians 15, 56 and 57. The Bible says the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. Whoa. Isn't that strong? The, the sin, the strength of sin is the law? Well, you know, not that the law is a bad thing. The, the law is, is perfect. The law is good. Uh, but uh, thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, uh, we don't have, we are no longer bound uh, to the law. Yeah. Now I've heard that the, the second verse you just said there. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I've heard that one taught as well. And, and I don't want to, you know, put down, you know, people who 
who have taught this uh, because I need, I'm just as much in need of knowing about God's grace and growing in it as anybody else. But I've heard that taught on as, as saying, okay, the law then is something that, thanks be to God, he gives us the victory to keep the law for our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, we, we have the life of Jesus in us to help us keep the law, but that's not what it's about either. Well, and it's not to be critical of anybody, because let's face it, if you've got a mentality that you have been, uh, that has been just poured out upon you all of your life, and, and you're stuck in that kind of a, uh, a mode of, you know, like a, a works versus law mode, that kind of thing, faith versus law, um, you're going to see the, the scriptures in the Bible a little bit differently than a lot of times what they really are saying, don't you think? I think so. And, and that happened with me, too. I mean, to, to tell the truth, when I became a Christian, or at least when I started this, this walk with, with God, and actually uh, just a few days ago, it was 14 years for me that this, quote, walk with God began, I basically, I guess you could say that I bought a plastic smile and I plastered that thing on my face. And I just had this smile all the time to make people think that everything was A-OK in my life. And, and I just went around smiling all the time, acting as if I was just doing this really great job of living the Christian life. And sometimes I really thought I was. And even when I was feeling bad about myself, I'd still, I'd still tell people, well, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that, and, you know, and eventually cracks started appearing in that in that plastic smile there it just started falling apart and i realized i can't do this i just can't do this i can't i can't keep up with all these rules and regulations and something there's got to be there's got to be a better way and and i at least had some knowledge of god's grace to know that that to know that i needed god's grace in some way i just didn't realize that i needed it in every single area of my life Mm. All right, so how do we get out of this mentality? Um, it's a really difficult thing when you've been taught all of your life uh, that by keeping the commandments, by keeping the law of God, it's, uh, it's, it's what God wants you to do. This is, uh, this is going to bring you closer to Him. It's going to keep you from being separated from Him. There's all kinds of different things that are at least being implied out there in Christian circles when it comes to the law and the commandments. It can be a hard mindset to break. For everybody, it's probably a different process, and it, it really depends upon how how deeply ingrained you've been uh, indoctrinated with with the rules and regulations and performance based Christianity. And uh, I think for everybody, it's different. But it it really comes down to I think asking asking the Holy Spirit uh, to give you a revelation of God's grace and and, and of all that it means uh, in your life, because. You know, Cap, you and I, we can talk all we want about this stuff, but if if the Holy Spirit's not involved in the life of a person, it can really just it can go right over anybody's head. I mean, I've I've been under grace teaching before, and it's gone over my head because, you know, I was still stuck in that old mindset. Hmm. You know, a couple of weeks ago when I was talking with my daughter about, you know, faith versus the law and why was the law given, all of that, had a nice conversation with her. She's a teenager. Um I also pointed out to her some, some scriptures that Paul, throughout his teachings, throughout his writings in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul, he, he often encouraged believers to, um, you know, if, if you stole, don't steal anymore. Don't let corrupt communication come out of your mouth. And, and other exhortations about how to live 
as a believer in front of other people. I think maybe uh, for for the fact that you know, and I I've heard Steve McVeigh teach on this a little bit too, but. Um, sometimes we don't act like who we really are. Our, our identity in Christ, who, who God now has claim, uh, declared us to be in Him, righteous, holy, above reproach, and so on. Um, sometimes we're just not acting like who we are sometimes when we're out there sort of uh, stumbling around. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were, I was recently talking about this uh, in our small group that I take part, of, uh, part in with, with our church. Our church is fairly lar- very large, uh, so we have small groups and I, I just love it i love this the intimate fellowship you know getting together with just a small group of people and we were reading in colossians uh, the end of colossians 2 and in the beginning of colossians 3 and it does talk about a lot a lot of these things therefore put to death your members which are on the earth or the, i think the niv says put to death the deeds of the flesh fornication uncleanness passion evil desire covetousness which is idolatry and, and all these things those are verses that Sometimes we focus on just those verses, but there is a therefore in that verse. And so Paul was leading up to something. What I like to focus on, what I like to try to help other people focus on, is is kind of what Paul says before that and after it. You know, context. If then you were raised with Christ, because earlier in Colossians 2 he talks about that we've been raised with him through faith. We were dead in our trespasses. He's made us alive together with him. He's forgiven us all trespasses. He wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us. Because of that, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And here's here's one I know uh, Steve McVeigh likes to really point out. When Christ, who is our life, appears, you know, Christ isn't just in our lives. He's not just somewhere out there trying to direct our life from outer space or anything, but Christ who is our life. Christ is our life. When he appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Now there's, I mean, if the law, I mean, the law just has no way that do, you shall do this, you shall not do this. There's no way that that can motivate us to actually do what the law requires of us. But there's something else, Christ in us, who is our life. Because of this, then you know let's focus on some of these things put to death the deeds of the flesh i believe it was uh during last week's program you had pointed out something uh in regards to um <clears throat> being on that roller coaster that christian uh that christian roller coaster where you're you're kind of up and down you know you're not really doing everything that you'd like to be accomplishing and and sometimes it it just it brings guilt and condemnation i think everybody i'm sure can relate to that if you've ever uh, experienced anything to do with Christianity, especially if, it's, if, if, if you've been under some sort of legalistic teaching. I'm sure there are different degrees of it out there in, in our listening audience right now. But uh, the bottom line here is this. If, if you're going to try, because you know we came to Christ knowing that it was a free gift, and we were told that when we came to Christ. It's free. There's nothing you can do to earn it. But then somehow when you get into the Christian life, all of a sudden, there's somebody there telling you about all the things you have to do. Well, you have to read your Bible every day. You have to go to church three times a week. You have to do this. You have to do that. And eventually, the list seems to get longer and longer, and sometimes you create your own list that you can't even live up to. And you're, you're just it's just going to be sheer frustration because uh, you, if you're going to try and attain to righteousness by what you do without even realizing that's what you're doing, um, it, it's going to bring nothing but sheer frustration. Yes, I, I totally agree. And I would say to anyone listening and 
and I'm preaching to myself just as much as anybody else, but if, if you don't feel like you're all that you can be in, in your Christian walk, if you don't, you know, if you've struggled and strived and you've tried everything to get your life in line with God, if, if, and you found out that it's just not working, sometimes maybe you feel like you're doing all right, but most of the time you just, you know, you're not living up to it. It's two words for you give up. Mm. You just give it up. And give it up and put your trust in, in the grace, the all encompassing grace of God. We have about a minute left, Joel, and I think maybe um, just to uh, continue with some of what you were just saying right there. If you're, if you're listening right now and you're just not even sure where you, in your mind, you're not sure where you stand with God today, we're here to let you know that God cares about you. He loves you. He has forgiven you. It's not something that's just futuristic. It's something that came to us through Jesus Christ a couple of thousand years ago. And once you call upon uh, the name of Jesus Christ, um, there's just no turning back. Uh, the law will make you want to go back. The, the law will uh, you know, constantly be bringing up your past. Um, God's not like that. And no matter what it is that you've struggled with or failed at, um, today is a new day. Uh, the Bible tells us that we're renewed. We are renewed day by day in Christ Jesus. So hang in there and just let it be known that God is on your side. He's your friend and he wants to help you. And he's not angry with you any, at all. And he loves you. Well, thank you for listening. I'm Joel Brzezicki, Mike Kapler with, uh, with me. And we're talking about growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you for listening. If you want to get a hold of us, you can check out the website, gracefruits.org. And we'll be back again with you next week for more talk about growing in grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezicki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.